Jets fan. Yes. As a battered Jets fan. Hello. You play to win the game. <laughs> like I can't. How am I gonna do that? How are you gonna make that, that jump? I appreciate that. Let's I... go to eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome everybody to episode number 46 of the Battle Jets Fan Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada. Alongside me, as always, is the bearded fanatic. How are you doing, sir? Uh, we got a weekend where both of us finished Sunday with a victory. I think that that goes off to say that we are both doing pretty excellent right now, I would assume. Yeah, I mean, uh, not going to lie. The Jets made me sweat it out a little bit towards the end. Mm. Yes, they but, did. But we, we've... Stop that three-game losing streak, and uh, I mean, there's a lot to dive into in this game because yeah. there's a lot of good, a lot of bad, and um, a lot of ugly as far as play calling, execution, and injuries. So, uh, good. No, I was about to say, let's make sure we we leave the bad towards the end because it is a victory. Let's start off on the positive note, and the positive note, kind of like how when we did the Dolphin show earlier, you said the run game, and finally, finally, after what three straight weeks of Less than seven carries for Brees Hall. They finally feed the man and did the man go off. He was on a touch count, supposedly, which they hadn't really announced it, I guess. Right. I was about to say, really? Now we're going to use but, that excuse that it was that well, was such. Come on. I mean, they, they let him loose today. Yes, he did. And so, boy, did it work. Yeah, man. They let him loose. He did his thing. And um, and I was and I sent out a tweet. Last year when we played in Denver, that's the game that he got injured. I want to say it's like the second or the third quarter. Yeah. And we won that game because of him because he scored the only offensive touchdown. Like, Brees Hall runs wild in Denver. Doesn't matter if the altitude is a mile high. That boy mm -hmm. still runs through everybody. And um, it was awesome to see the running game to it. Now, one thing that before I get started, I, yeah. I did want to address real quick because I know you say you want to start with the good. And I, and I do want to start with the good also. Right. But AVT went down. Hopefully oh, yeah. it's nothing serious. Yeah. But another thing that happened that had me a little worried, but then, you know, I was like, you know what? I need to give him his flowers. Mekhi Beckton went down twice. Mm -hmm. And he came back each time. Now, yeah. with, with the way that his personality and the way we were kind of looking at him in the offseason, seemed like he might be a little selfish, taking his game, himself out of that game in the preseason. He's like, nah, I didn't feel good. I he just took myself out. I was like, oh, man, this kid isn't in it. He doesn't care. But he could have just called it a day when he went down the first time. Facts. Went down the second time. Could have called it a day. Yo, that's it. I'm, I'm not trying to test this anymore. It, it's, not the, it's not a good day for me. But he came back again. He finished the game. And so flowers out to Micaiah Becton because I thought that it was awesome that not only did he get hurt twice, he came through and came back twice. And, um, and good for him because that was a big time positive that I didn't hear anybody talking about. It speaks to the mental maturity that I think Aaron, the Aaron Rodgers effects had to do on a lot of players. And the fact that Aaron Rodgers was able to get Zach Wilson to mature, the fact that he was able to get Mekhi Becton to mature and be able to think about it more as a whole instead of an eye perspective. And I think it shows because, like you said, if there was Mekhi Becton any, any of the other years since he's been here, um, I think you're absolutely right. I think it would be like, nah, fuck that. I'm out of here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, he would have turned up. But, dude, let me tell you something. Yeah, he got a couple of uh, flags this game, but he played a hell of a game. Like, the fact that Billy Turner had to come into the game, I was like, oh, oh. well, here goes Zach Wilson's <laughs> life. 
because you know how I feel about Billy Turner as an ex Dolphin. Yeah. I know he's an ex Packer as well, but I got to see him for like a good three years, and that guy was when, terrible. So when I was, was Billy for you Turner. Guys. When it was Billy Turner on the left side and Max and and I've been calling for Max Mitchell for a while. Yep. I've been saying let's yep. put Max Mitchell out there. I wanted AVT to stay at guard and Max Mitchell to play right right tackle. And he 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 had his mishaps. I saw that they got a couple pressures on his sides, but I thought he played okay. Um, I, I would have loved to see him on the right side and have uh, uh, AVT play left guard because Tomlinson. I I I don't think he's doing that great. But that's neither here nor there. I thought no. overall the the running game did well. The first half, the offensive line was letting a lot of pressure through. Zach Wilson looked like he was running for his life, didn't have a lot of time to throw. But that, that got cleaned up in the second half. And um, all in all, uh, an okay performance. But before we move on to the rest of the team, let's finish talking about the running backs. Yeah. Brees Hall, 22 for 177 and a touchdown. Yep. The next leading rusher was actually Zach Wilson, 3 for 27. Mm-hmm. And then Dalvin Cook only got six carries. Does that surprise you at all? I don't think it does. And here's why. If, quote-unquote, Brees Hall was on a pitch count, you figured that the carrying amount should have been larger for Dalvin Cook over the last three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Something tells me, in, in-house, that they kind of feel the same way that most, I don't want to say most, a small percent of the Jets fan felt. You guys felt like, we really don't need Dalvin Cook. We Some, some even went as far as to say that Dalvin Cook was a little washed. And I think it's just showing over the course of the season, four games in now, Maybe Dalvin Cook isn't all that anymore. And but let's be honest as well. Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, there's like a high drop off. Yeah, for talent sure. is there. Um, so I, I don't think it's a knock to Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin Cook behind a better O-line would be more successful, but behind this O-line, you need a better talent. And obviously the better talent is Brees Hall. Uh in that first half, I thought the Jets defense did a pretty decent job, but Russell Wilson. Was running like 2013 Russell Wilson. Facts. Like that was driving me absolutely crazy. Cause we had him on third down a few times and he would pull off. I think they he ran for like 21 yards at one point. And they're like, that's the first time he rushes for over 20 yards in 124 attempts. I was like, yep. what the f-? like he just he just brought it back to old school Russell Wilson, and that was really frustrating. But for the most part, I thought we held our own. Uh there is one thing I didn't want. Coming into this game, I haven't done the math since the game ended. Mm-hmm. But coming into this game, the Jets have allowed, on average, 15 points in the first half. Only six in the second half. They start slow defensively. I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if they can't do well against scripted plays, those first drives, or what exactly it is. But they adjust, and then they kind of just shut everything down. But coming so, into this game, obviously, 15 points averaged in the first half, six by the opponents in the second half. 13 in the first half team. this time, eight points in the second half this time. So technically, it, it, it's right on the – two more or less. Right. So, good. Let me ask you a question, though. As a Jets fan and as a Dolphins fan myself that's very enthusiastic about your defense – were there moments besides Russell Wilson running on you guys? By the way, seven carries, 49 yards for, for Russell Wilson. And I know one of them was like a 21-yard run. Like you said, he was able to get out the pocket. He was able to hit some dimes. Was there anything that gave you pause? Because when I was watching it, I was like, fuck, maybe this defense isn't as good as I keep saying that it is. Because I feel like the Russell Wilson that we've seen over the last several weeks, starting from when the Dolphins obviously slacked them, and then in between, 
they've been pretty terrible. Now, obviously, the, the, the Jets aren't an offensive juggernaut, but I thought defensively, you guys are just going to lock them down the whole entire game. Like, these guys were not going to be able to do anything against you. So while you're watching this game and you're watching your defense on the field, and again, we're, we're nitpicking here because they literally only gave up 21 points. Um, was there anything that gave you pause about this defense? Like, maybe they're not as good as I thought they were. Uh, not really. We, we're missing DJ Reed. I really right, didn't think they did too much. Right. I didn't think they did too much in the passing game. Um, outside the like a Jerry Judy got loose in the in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, for the most part, I, I it was the running game more than anything. That kid, uh, McLaughlin, McLaughlin, something like that. Mm-hmm. He he was running up up and down the field in the first half. Yeah, Jaleel uh, McLaughlin, nine carries, sixty eight yards. And there was one where it was like a little dump off to him. He like bobbled it, so the defense froze for a second. He brought it in, and then he ran for I don't know how many yards for a touchdown. The, the kid had it was fast. He did what he did. But look, the twenty one points is, is kind of weird because that fourth quarter drive, I I just didn't see. It, we almost shot ourselves in the foot with some penalties in that fourth quarter drive. Um, but for the most part, I, I thought we did well. We did have a lot of penalties this game, though. You did. But what I – again, and I get Jets fans that are listening. I'm not saying by any chance this, t- this defense is bad. I'm basing it off the opponent that you guys had. Like, that's right. what I'm basing it off. Like, you guys, at, even though you lost to the Chiefs, you could tell the Jets were taking their punches and keeping the Chiefs in check last week. What I kind of expected was, all right, you kept the Chiefs in check. I figured coming into this game, you were just going to steamroll the Denver Broncos as far as – Defense versus offense, and I, I, that's just kind of what I wanted to see. I get what you're saying, no, for sure, and um, and I think that we also gave him a lot of opportunities. Like, look, Xavier Gibson almost lost a fumble when he was returning it, and then he muffed a punt. Which, um, I mean, I understand that the guy didn't touch the ball with his helmet, but man, did he stand close to him? Like, oh, that was that was a rough catch. Yeah, but I thought the defense stood up pretty well. Um, Quincy Williams is playing like a monster. Yep. And how do you feel? How do you feel about how do you feel about the penalty, the uh, personal foul on him when Russell Wilson had already began his slide and he still went in for the hit? Did you think that was a bang bang play, or do you think that was a legit rough uh, no, roughing the passer? I, well, two things. I thought that was a bang bang, right? He was already okay. running, and two, I didn't think that he actually like 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 he didn't like Samoan drop on him. Like, no, I'm with you. He kind he kind of like he kind of like just landed a little bit and then just and kept going. Off. Right, right. Like I, I didn't think it was that serious. But you know how things are. And then they called uh, it a helmet, a helmet to head, neck shot. I'm like, no, the fuck he didn't. Like, I get it. If you're gonna call that he hit him as he was already sliding, but it was like Danny, I saw that replay like twice. It was a millisecond from where the where the slide initially started happening, and then he dove at him. But again, in real time, the referees aren't watching that in slow motion. They're watching that in real time. Yeah. In real time, I, I get why the penalty was caused, but it wasn't a whatever called the, the roughing the passer or whatever the hell it was personal foul. I'm, I'm going to let you dictate where we go next. Do you want to go Zach Wilson next or do you want to go clock management next clock management? Because I want to leave Zach Wilson for last. Cause I got a lot All to right. say. On Zach so Wilson. clock management at the end of the first half, which I mean, I guess this kind of would lead into Zach Wilson eventually, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll stick to the, to the coaching staff. What was it 15 seconds left on the clock when they, they snapped the ball. I guess it's technically on Zach Wilson. For, for throwing the ball short of the end zone. I think it was like seven yards short of the end zone. Nowhere near the sideline. Like at, at that point, you and you know you should know. Like as an NFL player, because the thing is, 
like for people like oh but he's a rookie he's young i feel like even kids that are young and play madden know this because they know when they're playing madden like oh i press press triangle hurry up spike the ball like these are things that you just know playing football as a, as a football lifer so to me it's very surprising that he didn't realize the situation but that being said the coaching staff also should be in his ear like remember throw it to the sideline right in the end zone or throw it away like we ain't got no timeouts so I, I thought that that was really frustrating because that could have cost you the game those three points ended up being very crucial and to have that drive because they went down on the drive i forget how many yards they they travel in that drive but they went down the field and they they missed the chance at serious points because those three points could have been game changing so that was was uh that was a rough go what did you think about that I, I thought the same thing, and, I, and I'm with you. I, I feel like as soon as they're running up to the line, Nathaniel Hackett should be in his ear, spike this ball, spike this ball, spike this ball, spike this ball. Like, it shouldn't be all on Zach Wilson to know what to do at that exact moment. So I'm with you on that one. But I guess we're just going to talk about him now because we're already on the subject. No, no I don't want to talk about him yet. Okay. There's one, more, there's, one, okay. there's one more thing I wanted to get. A, I guess it is technically talking about him. But, yeah. again, our coaching decision. Mm-hmm. On that last drive, that last offensive drive, I remember I saw two things. There was a third and, man, was it like five or six? It was third and six maybe. And you thought, are they going to either run it and try to hope that they get a first down or are they going to trust Zach Wilson with it? And they trusted him. And he hit uh, Tyler Conklin in the middle of the field. Tyler Conklin ran like 30, 30 yards. And, and then gave he us got a fresh set of downs. And then he got carried for like another 15. Yes. Yeah. And that was great. And I remember I thought to myself, awesome like i thought that they didn't trust zach much in the beginning of the game but i'm really glad that they trusted him in that situation then we go we're on our 30 yard line more or less and another third down same similar situation i thought to myself okay take the fucking points run the ball take the points i'm glad that they're trusting zach wilson in these situations sure. that's that's really cool i appreciate it you're gonna boost but, his confidence by doing that as well yeah but like at that point like I understood it the first time. We were on the other side of the field. Now we're within field goal range. Don't get cute. Take the points. And, and that was my thing. And they trusted him again. He threw the ball, and, and Sertan made a beautiful play when he, he stuck his hands above Garrett Wilson's. Yep. Got that ball. It landed like between his legs or something. Got the interception. And at that point, I was like, man, this is not a good look. Because if we lose now, oh, man, the darts that are going to be coming Salah's way for, for – for that play call because at that point, like, I get it. I get it. You want to show that you trust Zach Wilson. You didn't do it in the beginning of the game, hmm. but you trust him now. And I, I, all right, that's great. But come on, take the points. And that's kind of why I wanted to get into Zach Wilson because coming off the game that he came that he, last week. And by the way, I don't blame Zach Wilson for that loss. Like, I know – what up, Twisted? What up, baby? Um, I know that a lot of people – in the media, especially AKA Rodney Harrison wanted to trash on, on Zach Wilson. If you want to even touch on that, this episode, I know we didn't get a chance to do it last week, but Rodney Harrison, yeah, fuck Rodney Harrison. But, um, Zach Wilson played a great game back to back weeks. And I know that's, that, that's, a, I'm reaching, I'm saying it's a great game, great game to Zach Wilson standards is what I'm saying. Like he hadn't been playing good ball but then the last two weeks, outside of that interception, now don't put that interception on him. Like you said, Patrick Jutan made a hell of a play to pick that ball off. Yeah. I thought the way that ball was coming, Gar Garros is catching this. 
And that exact play, I will still throw that play nine out of ten times because I think nine times out of ten, Garrett Wilson's going to come up with that ball. I think that's the reason that the trust was being put in Zach Wilson's hand in that point. And I get it. Don't get cute. But I think the only way you can lift Zach Wilson to another level of greatness is by putting that confidence in him that you trust him, that you're going to make the right play, that when the play's not there, you're going to get down and you're going to scramble like he's been doing the last few weeks. Like, you've seen that. Like, if it's not there, he's dumping it off. If it's not there, he's running out of the pocket and gaining some positive yardage. Like, this is not the Zach Wilson that we saw last year. I get it. When he came in for Aaron Rodgers, it didn't look good. It didn't look good at all. It didn't look good against the Patriots. For some reason, the Patriots still have your numbers. But against the Chiefs and Broncos, Zach Wilson is playing great ball, man. I'm sorry. Like, I'm I'm not ready to go ahead and say that you guys are still going to make it to the same level if you guys had Aaron Rodgers in there. But I like what Zach Wilson's doing, and I think you're going to win more games than not because you have that trust and confidence in Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson today played a good game. I thought. Um, yes. And, uh, twisted uh, twisted yeah. here said he's still in, he's still stalling in the red zone. Look, and in the red zone, it's a whole other beast, right? Correct. To, and I think that, 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 that applies to a lot of quarterbacks. I right. think that applies to a lot of quarterbacks. But but back to the Zach Wilson point that you said that he had a, a good game. I agree, he did have a yeah. good game. If you look at the season as a whole so far, right? Because technically, yeah. he played just about he played everything but four offensive snaps on, in the Bills game. Correct. I thought in the Bills game, in the situation he was put in, he played a pretty good game. Right, yep. didn't lose the game, which is what you want. Yep. The Dallas game, he had absolutely no chance against Mika Parsons. No chance, right? He was just getting. That's it. Like everybody gave him a pass. We get it. Then today and the Chiefs game, I thought he he played great in the Chiefs game for today, sure. One hundred and five point of five point two rating against the Chiefs. Right, and then he played horrible against the Patriots. So we've yeah. seen a little bit of everything so far this year. We've right. seen. Okay, he didn't lose us the game against the Bills. We saw he had no chance to succeed against the Cowboys. Facts. He played like shit against the Patriots. Facts. He played amazing against the Chiefs. Yep. So it's all over the place. And I think what we got today is what we were kind of hoping for. For right? sure. We don't know We don't know what we're going to get, but this is kind of what we were hoping for. We wanted somebody that wouldn't lose us the game but could make enough plays to help us win when needed. And that's kind of what we needed today. That third down conversion to Tyler Conklin, I think, was massive. That was massive. And that's the type of stuff that we need. We need him to, come, we need him to do the Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez, everybody thinks about him and everybody like laughs. Like Mark Sanchez made some big-time throws when he counted in the, in the third quarter in the playoffs. If you go watch Mark Sanchez playoff highlights, I think you'd be surprised at some of the passes you see him completing. Like he came up clutch in those situations. Even though it was all run game and defense, when Mark Sanchez needed to complete a pass, he did, and that's what we need from Zach Wilson. So I thought today we got kind of what we need from Zach Wilson. My only thing was for the first half, maybe first half, maybe even almost three quarters, mm-hmm. it was run on first down, run on second down, throw on third. And it's like that's why they succeeded against the Chiefs. They were throwing on first down. Now, I get that the Broncos have a really bad run defense, so I guess you wanted to capitalize on that. And they did. And they did. But still, you want to give Zach Wilson a chance to succeed. Don't put him constantly on third and long or, or third and, and a five. Like, let him pass on first down. And I think that that's where the difference was between this week's Zach Wilson and last week's Zach Wilson. Because I still thought that he was making some pretty good play, uh, pretty good decisions. He was delivering the ball like he, you know he can with that arm, the strength that he has. Yeah. So I think that that was the biggest difference between this week and last week's kind of uh, game plan. They weren't throwing on first down. 
And I felt like, oh, no, they don't trust them again. I got what's going on. No. And I think it was just the, the run defense that the Broncos had. They wanted to make take advantage. And, and for the most part, I think it worked. But, I, didn't um, catch, I, didn't, I didn't catch that vibe at all. I did not catch any vibe at all that I, th- that I felt like they weren't trusting Zach Wilson again. It was the opposite. I, I agree with you. I think it was because of the defense that the Denver Broncos have currently displayed this season so far. I think they're like, we want to stick more to the run game. But I agree with you. I would have thrown it on first. And then because of the Broncos defense being so bad against the run, you could get away with running it on second and third. Because if Zach gets you into a second and five, that's very manageable for runs on, on second and third down. But yeah, I agree with you. I would have put Zach in more passing first down situations. But alas, outside of the one interception, he played a great he played. Okay. All right. Let me go from great to good. He played a good game. Um, keeping you guys in the game and him again not being the reason why you lost the game. Look, like everybody knows, everybody knows that the bearded fanatic, my co-host, is a Dolphins fan, right? And I watch all Dolphins games, and it's completely different. When I'm watching a Dolphins game, you know that the Dolphins could put up points quick. Mm-hmm. So it's a different strategy for you guys. The defense sure. just has to hold up. For us, we're gonna grind out victories this year, right? That's what you do when you have a, a great defense and a good running game, and your your quarterback, you know, is, is okay. Right here. But that point, see, Twisted, I don't know if you're saying this in a negative in a negative light, but this is something that Zach was having trouble doing in his rookie year. Was this was something that right. This was something that Zach was struggling with in his second year. So the fact that he can go and check it down now for for at least for me, and I think for Danny as well, is that it's a positive because these are things that even for us, for us who are just fans that enjoy the game of football, you Zach Wilson shouldn't have been such a difficult find for him to be able to hit the check down that's like the simple play my big play isn't open let me just simply check it down Zach Wilson was unable to do that and the fact that he's doing it so well now I'll take it man because like that he he goes from giving away the game and potentially throwing a really bad interception to not being the reason you lost the game now I get it you probably want want to have Zach Wilson be the reason why you win a game I just don't think Zach Wilson is there yet so what I'm saying is take Take pleasure in the fact that he's able to hit these checkdowns and not be the reason why you lose the games. And I think that's a positive for all Jets fans. I agree. I agree. And uh, look, we were saying we were calling it the yips last year. Mm-hmm. He had the yips. I was like, how do you bounce the ball on a screen pass that's like five yards away from you? And and that's to say that I can do it, right? Like I'm t- I'm just no, talking about no. when I'm watching an NFL quarterback. Like, right. You should be I'll able to complete your standards. Screen pass. Right. 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 And he was just bouncing the ball left and right. So I remember when after the Bills game, I said, well, he looked good, right? He wasn't bouncing the ball. And some people commented like, really? That, that's, that's the barometer you're setting? And, and yeah, I was yeah, like, I remember. If, I remember. If you watched last year, yes, that's a step up. I understand that it's, it's not a huge step for some people. But as a Jets fan, that's a step up from what we were getting from Zach Wilson last year. If we get today's Zach Wilson last year, we win another two games maybe. Right? We win Facts. those two Patriots games. Facts. If, so, I mean, this is what we – let me take, let me rephrase that. It's not right, what right, we want. Right, right. But right. We're, if we, this is all we can get, we'll live with this. We'll live right. with this. If I – again, hold on, hold on. Ignore the background, guys. Ignore the background. If I'm just a regular fan of football, and I have a quarterback who's just taking care of the ball, not giving it away. And I'm going to rely on my run game with Brees Hall on, let's say, easy passes to Garrett Wilson and him getting down the field. And then a solid defense. I'm sorry. I'm taking that if I don't have the capability of having Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback. I will take a check down Zach Wilson 
over having a Zach Wilson that may, may not be ready to win you guys the game and throw for like 300, 300 plus yards with three touchdowns because I don't think he's there yet. Um, so as we wind down here, yeah, are there any players that stood out to you? Uh, if you want, I can start. Yeah, go for um, it. Tyler Conklin. I love Tyler I, Conklin. You know that I, I love Tyler I, I love Yeah, Tyler. I, I know. And I think that he's uh, – nobody really talks about him for some reason. But I think you even – did you draft him in fantasy? Because I was going to go from fan- – I did draft him in fantasy. And I think I told you to draft him last year, right? I was like, that's yes, a sleeper. Did. I was like, yes, that's the did. sleeper. And this year he's coming up. He comes up big. I wish Jeremy Ruckert would get more playing time. The, the I do too. Second year player. Because I feel I, like I, he's on the. I feel like he's on the same level as that Buffalo Bills guy, uh, the one that they drafted early as well. Yes, um, think, I'm forgetting uh, his name right now. I forgot also. This you the, know, the, but the, you know who I'm the, talking about. Yeah, the the, the, the the one that the Bills fans are all sweating. Um, right. I feel like but, if you guys run that double tight end set with Conklin and him. I feel like if you guys run a similar offense to that with Brees Hall in your backfield, Gary Wilson on the outside, man, I don't know. I think those defense, those two tight ends would be able to eat. That's just my opinion is, on that. Because because Rucker is such a good blocker, he could do a little bit of everything, which is the positive there. Facts. Right, Tyler Conklin isn't as good a blocker, and CJ was, man, CJ who's your mama? I know. I always call him who's your mama. I was trying to get the name yeah. correct out because I was about to say who's your mama just off the bat. Uh, he's not as good of a, a pass catcher, but he's a good blocker. But with Jeremy Rucker, I think you get the best of both worlds. So I wish that they would give him a little more play. But um, but Tyler Conklin, I think he comes up big when we need him, and um, I- I'm glad that uh, he's getting some some play. I- I'm gonna surprise you with mine, and I hate the fact that I'm saying because I have to eat a little bit of crow. CJ Mosley. CJ Mosley. I knew it. <laughs> CJ fucking Mosley, man. I don't know um, why you hate on him. I-, I I thought I thought he was taking a step back, man. But let me tell you, uh, watching yeah. the last. Three weeks consistently just watching him. He's playing great ball, man. I I, I, I don't know what to say, but he's playing great ball. He's at he's around the ball at all times. He's defending the pass when it's near him. And when he when somebody's in his path, he makes the tackle. So I, I apologize, CJ Mosley. I, I doubt no. you've ever you I doubt you've ever seen me talk shit about you. I've been <laughs> I've been I've been hammering you. But I, big ups to CJ Mosley. He's having he's having a great season. Well, so far. He also plays great in pass coverage, even though he's he's dropped one right. or two uh, picks this year that that could have been big. But he's great in pass coverage. And there was one play this game where he was one on one with the running back. I don't know if it was Perrine or, or McLaughlin. Or I forgot how to pronounce the name. Mm-hmm. And he got juked right, and he went to the right, and the running back went to the left. But he stuck his hand around and he grabbed him and didn't let him go. And I don't know how he made that tackle, but that was such a beautiful open field one-on-one against the running back tackle that I was like, this guy hasn't lost it. And I remember that that specific <laughs> I remember that that specific play, I thought to myself, I wonder what Manny's thinking right now. Because I mm-hmm. thought that, that was such an amazing open yep, field tackle uh, that I thought literally you popped in my head. I was like, that's that's a great tackle. I wonder what Manny's thinking right now. And that's exactly what I thought when I saw his play, man. I'm like, wow, man. Like, I hit it with uh, the punt returner this year. I hit it with Austin Jackson on my team. But then I started bashing the hell out of C.J. Mosley. Here he goes. He's having, like, four straight weeks of great defensive play. And he just shined again today. So it's hard for me not to give him a game ball. I I thought he played great, man. And, again, I get it. If you guys had Aaron Rodgers, it'd be... Danny, I'm looking forward to our games in November, blah, 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 and yeah. that. But I still got to see more of this, out of this offense. Yeah. Like, kind of like how you asked me at this point in the stage, how do I feel about my team? And I told you, I can't really answer it yet because we're only beating who we're supposed to beat. We need mm-hmm. to beat one of those that are like, all right, maybe we don't have this one. For the Jets, 
it's you're playing much better than I thought you were going to be playing because even though your record is one and three, now two and three, you haven't been playing like a team that's bad. You just haven't been playing like a team that the ball comes your way sometimes. It's just that and, Patriots game, just like right. last year. Right, right now we should be three and two. I, I agree. I And that's the point. I agree with you. So I think that once I see you guys, again, stick to Zach Wilson more. And like you said, put him in better situations because I think you're going to get the better version of Zach Wilson by putting him in better situations. Last week, Chiefs games, I don't think that's a one-off. I think Zach Wilson has the capability of being that good again. And feed Brees Hall. Feed him. Like, he has to be a keystone just like Garrett Wilson is. Keep feeding him because then your defense gets to light it up against these offenses. Last week, I think they let Zach lose. I'm Zach loose Mm -hmm. because they'll play with house money. It's the Chiefs. If Zach doesn't perform, I mean, his time is up. So let the kid throw it up, throw the ball, just just throw it around, and he performed well. And I think next week against the Eagles, they might do that. But we're gonna get into that next uh, later this week when we do the preview of the Eagles game. But mm-hmm. One last, one last thing I want to say before we Let's sign up. Brees Hall, monster. But I want to give a shout out to Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall, his rookie year, I want to say it was three years ago. Now, we we thought we had a gem. We had found a gem in the draft because he played so well, even though the defense was bad. I felt like that was the only bright spot. And then his sophomore year, horrible. Last year, you never see him on the field. This year, he wasn't playing. But DJ Reed went down. All of a sudden, we need a little bit of depth. He came in, and he played solid. I, I like what I saw out of Bryce. Four today. tackles today and a return touchdown. And he returned the touchdown, so good for him because it seemed like things were looking really really dim for him over the last couple of years after that good rookie year. So I'm glad that he got some playing time and that he did pretty well. And – um and uh, yeah, uh, all in all, we got to win two and three. And uh, we said after the first six games, everybody wanted to be three and three, two and four at worst. You're flirting with and, it. You're flirting right. with it. Well, I mean, at this point, two and four is the worst we could do. And three and three is, is the best, right. right? Everybody more or less thought this would be where we would be after six games, yeah. after the adjustment and the schedule. So we're right on pace, right? We're right on pace. And let's see how we, we go after now, granted, next week. I think three and three with Aaron Rodgers was kind of like setting the bar pretty low. Yeah. I, and I, that, that we were thinking just worst case scenario. Right. But the fact that you could potentially be potentially right. three and three with Zach Wilson at the helm. I, I, if I don't, if you don't consider that a dub, I don't know what else you could potentially yeah, consider. Look, the schedule loosens up a little bit, but again, we're going to get into that uh, on Thursday, probably, or Wednesday, yeah. one of these days, either Wednesday or Thursday, we're going to get into that. And, um, and, and yeah, so it was it was awesome talking with you after the post game as always. And if you are listening on radio, thank you for uh, for sure that was low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean? We had to. We're hey, battered, we're battered fans. At the end of the day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if you are listening on radio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Please leave five stars, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. If you are watching, uh, hit uh, the like and subscribe button, please. It's and free, if you y'all. joined it's us. Free. On the chat, we appreciate you joining us in the chat. We appreciate you. Uh, and uh, one just pod saved our season. Yes, this this. If we would have lost today, I would have said this season's over. Honestly, I and I know that might be mm. a little drastic, yeah, but going dramatic sometimes after losses. Well, but going one in four and then going into the uh, game against the Eagles, that would have been that would have been really rough. All right, but again, we won. Things are good when we win. My kids eat ice cream, so. Uh, about to go uh, ice cream it up. So let's go, Jets. And uh, until the next one, have a good one. Take flight, y'all.